Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. I'm DVD. And I'm Master Zed. Our fake sponsor this week. Don't be sheepish about your online shopping. Try Ramazon. We know yous love it. Meh. The <laughs> <laughs> so, woolly subject. Not going to pull the wool over my eyes. I think Ebenezer Scrooge is our spokesperson. Bah, humbug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. So what's y'all up to? Uh, my Lots son graduated high school. Wow, you're old. He paid his library fine? One? Yeah. First kid done with high school. Ever? My All of your kids. Kid his <laughs> All of mine are done. <laughs> All of DVDs are done. A class of more than 500 other kids. Children have graduated. Well, most Just of them aren't children anymore. Oh. Yep, mom and dad came up. Nice. Yep, they stayed and with us, and G-Vitty. I fed them French toast. And my MJ's sister came up. Oh, yeah. And they uh, went to the graduation with us. Yeah, it mentioned me coming, and then I was told that I was not invited. Oh. Aww. Weird. Well, you didn't RSVP enough time ahead. (laughs) I probably could have come if I took my own car. Mm. My wife was planning on taking St. Jimmy's sister-in-law. They had so much fun talking. Apparently on the way home, they they missed a turn because they talked. A major turn. Yes. (laughs) So they ended up going south. Yeah, almost. Uh, How long did it take them to realize? Uh, they got to New York and uh, <laughs> well, when they, they got hit the, the Rockies. Atlantic. <laughs> Everyone was speaking German when they got out of the car. They didn't. 
<laughs> they got far enough that it didn't make sense to just turn around and go back. They right. just t- took a different route south. Interesting. Wow. So it was Impressive. funny when I was at your graduation party and things are winding down that uh, I got a text from a friend of mine um, suggesting that I invite him to play pickleball. <laughs> well, okay. the thing is he I'll has a pickleball. Pickle at, yeah. Thing is he has a pickleball court at his house. So it's like, why am I inviting you to play pickleball? Shouldn't it be the in other way house. around? He wanted a chance to shoot you for <laughs> trespassing. <laughs> anyway. So I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. I just need to run home and get changed. So we, you know, went home, got changed on our way back. I got another text message from him saying, um, hold that thought. My wife is actually not on board yet. I need some time to convince her. <laughs> All right. I'm on the parking. Or you're, I'm not in front of your house. Which right. You finally do. I'm in your backyard. <laughs> so I ended up calling him and it turned out that he was at a graduation party <laughs> and he was thinking that getting an invite for me to play pickleball would oh. get him out of the party. Mm. And he thought his wife was on board with the plan, but Oops. she oh, was man. talking to somebody, and so it didn't work out the way he <laughs> had hoped. So we didn't end up playing with him. That's, that's pretty <laughs> gutsy. Well, this is also the same guy that I texted once, like him. once to say, hey, do you want to play pickleball? And he said, well, I'm actually chaperoning a dance right now, but yeah, I'll be right over. <laughs> and then he had to make sure to leave so he could get back there before the dance ended. <laughs> wow! So he, he shirked his duties, you know, to come play pickleball. Which well, you, could put up a, you could put up a net where the dance was, couldn't you? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Just push all the teenagers out of the way and put the nets up. <laughs> I'd probably knock someone out with my killer serve. Oh, just kidding. So I got home the other day, and someone had turned my front lawn into a CAD program. How does that work? They had utilities drawn all over it. There was like red dash lines. Oh, goodness. Gas lines. There was. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, they're putting in fiber optic that's upgraded from what we have in my brand new neighborhood where all the houses aren't built yet. (laughs) So they had to dig a little trench in the very front part of my lawn to push because we're on the corner, I guess, to push conduit (laughs) east and west. Did you uh, have your pocket card with what utilities colors or what i just recognize what they are after drawing them for so many years <laughs> in the right i mean we draw them the same colors that they mark them on the pavement with so it's pretty funny i should take a picture so i know where my utilities are yeah you should take some white paint and just go and write random nonsense out there and make sure <laughs> just, hopefully they ignore like it squiggly, since it shouldn't mean anything a squiggly line like Come up with your own utilities you want installed just, there. Just draw, yeah. I can draw like an out chalk outline. Right, no the, dig. No dig with the chalk <laughs> outline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd probably fluffy, get a put a box that says fluffy. But my normal mowing day was Monday and they were, they had the like part of my lawn, just like the sod set up on the sidewalk with a cone on it or whatever. Did you <laughs> mow it? Uh, mow the sod (laughs) I thought it'd be funny if they do the paint and then you go and mow the lawn and it just wipes it all out they they painted it after I'd freshly mowed it oh Um, so I mowed it today because the comb was gone my sod was back even though it looks kind of haggard where it was (laughs) and they moved on so they're done with my front yard 
so I mowed it today, but they painted it, I guess, and so it's still there. I mowed over it, and the paint was still there, so mm-hmm. uh, they painted it when it was short enough that it still had some paint. Um, but hopefully that means they will have better internet here soon, which I already had pretty good, I thought, but they set up to eight gigs. I was like, sweet. A week? Yep. So I was pretty busy. Maybe Amazon will play properly at my house. Are you selling out those shows? Amazon, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All of our streaming services work perfect, except for Amazon. Oh. <laughs> puts the quality like 460, which is really crappy. Well, you well, know, they can't be bleached. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> and I thought... <laughs> Got a load in two shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> uh, anyway. And then... Uh, Master Zed and Charlie and I went golfing on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. It uh, was really fun. I discovered in order to get a morning tea time on Saturday here, you need to do it earlier than Wednesday. Because <laughs> we tried, yeah. I tried Wednesday night and there was like, the only place we could get was what, a half hour drive from my house. Yeah. Just not Down bad. Wilder. Yeah. Um, it's right along the uh, Snake River. In fact, I think my... The Snake River has one of my golf balls. <laughs> one of mine as well. There's I hit mine ball. so hard slice that I cleared, got it into the river from, a, like, it went over one fairway into the river. <laughs> Out of my fairway, fair, over another one into the, the fairway. I hit it, I hooked it for some reason or somehow, or I think I aimed, aimed at the left because I usually have a slice. So I figured I'd save. I'd save. Oh, I, I love Mandarin Orange Slice. It went left a little bit. And I, I didn't see it go in the water, but we couldn't find it anywhere. And I got a really good wallop on it, so it went pretty far. And then my second one I hit ended up, I think I ran it across the fairway um, into a sand trap that was right next to the edge, which saved me from going in the water. Lots of fun, though. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Despite my score, I think that was one of my better games yeah you were striking i think i have gotten lower scores before but i think as far as how i felt like i played and yeah you won I a few goals like it was good yeah if, if you played match play you would have had a few wins so that was fun i think mean, we need to do it more often maybe once i think i've almost figured out how to hit the ball down the off the tee straight <laughs> <laughs> like 90 percent of the time now I had or one hole where like I, I was up in some trees and I hit it really hard with the, my three wood, I think. And I heard it hit a tree, but I didn't see where it went. But I hit it really hard. And so I ended up having to drop a ball because there was a big drainage ditch. I thought it must have gone in there because I heard it hit rocks and stuff. Hit the tree and I heard it hit rocks. Oh. So I dropped a ball and hit it kind of crappily. Like I chunked it from the and it went for like 30 yards. I walked up to that, and I think Charlie's like, whose ball is this? And she was kind of behind me, so I went back and, oh, that's my first ball. Sweet. Let's take <laughs> yeah. it from there. And I then think I, there yeah, were I two times that I, I think there was two times where I hit it. I think they were like, I drove it, did got a really nice drive, and then my they were both on par fives. And then the next one I hit and lost the ball. Like, it went somewhere we looked around for where it 
I thought I saw it go alternate universe couldn't find it. And so I just took a drop with Charlie cause we were sharing a cart and then she would hit it and then we'd go up and I had gotten that second stroke. I had obliterated and like hit it way farther than I thought I could. And like on the fairway, like, what the heck? Yeah. You even found ball. one of your balls. You'd lost. I'd hit it across the nine. pond. Wasn't the one we uh, lost in the front nine that we found it like a whole 17? Like it's on their fairway? No, it wasn't. I found a, another Nike ball. but Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't yours? Okay. But it was in the area that I had lost one. That didn't turn out to be yours. But it wasn't my the same I, one. I played pretty well for a, a big boy golf course. I shot a 102, which is pretty good. I think I've only broken 100 at a, a real golf course once. I'd gotten the 80s at our little par three course a couple times, but that's pretty good for not having played in like four months. I, I haven't to played get, in like four years. <laughs> I wanted to get warmed up because I've been playing in a company or a golf tournament with the company doing a scramble or something. And I didn't want to be embarrassed too badly. And then afterwards we went out and found a really good barbecue place. And the town I live in has a really cool downtown now. It's, Pretty sweet and the really good barbecue place. Yeah, they gussy it all up during Christmas too. It's pretty fancy. Nice. Uh, I got a new honorific title at work today. <laughs> I'm new the our new swag ambassador is what my boss <laughs> called me. Oh. <laughs> uh, we've had some issues with uh, getting. The types of things that Idaho people, clients want are corporate marketing people don't necessarily agree with like camo (laughs) stuff. Trucker hats. Trucker hats in camo kind of got shot down by some people. So we just decided uh, that we should just kind of work on that as a side project and not tell anyone else. So... (laughs) We had our new, he directly reports to our CEO and he's over all of transportation for like half of the U.S. was in town last week. And so we went to lunch and I said something about getting camo hats from, for our office and for clients and stuff. And he was like, oh, that sounds great. He's like, he's like, yeah, I was just going to just kind of do it and not tell anyone. And he's like, Oh, that sounds great. Just, yeah. If anyone complains, tell them, tell them Brent told you to. Could we get some like, like get one fishing hooks <laughs> on the, the brim, like <laughs> pre fishing hooked. No, but, oh. uh, as of today, yeah, we have an order for <laughs> camo hats <laughs> that are company nice. branded. <laughs> so they will be here in about four weeks. So I just, I got an um, email from, Somebody asking for my address so they could send me summer swag for my first summer in the company. So I'm going to get a delivery of something. Nice. Well, the other thing we've been working on is trying to get uh, jerseys for our trap and skeet shoot. And our office manager has been running with that for way too long without really getting much progress through our marketing people. And so I finally, after I got the hats taken care of in like two days, I was like, I'm just going to take over the jersey thing, if that's okay. <laughs> He's like, yes, <laughs> please. 
just take it off. Yeah, take it off my plate. Can I get one of the jersey print on it? Like a cow? Like (laughs) a jersey jersey? (laughs) And the name on the back just says jersey. Well, jerseys are kind of just a brown color. So uh, gray brown. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll be gray. (laughs) But I sent a bunch of stuff to marketing already and (laughs) with a company that we're looking at. And they were like, so what was the budget for this? Can you remind me? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) don't worry. Our uh, director of the West is going to be in town tomorrow. So I was like, I'm going to corner him and tell him that we're, because our marketing people were like, yeah, the jerseys, employees were going to pay for those, right? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) But I told my boss, I was like, I'm just going to tell our, uh, the director that at a minimum, Boise is getting jerseys. So it's really up to him of if he wants to offer them to any other people. <laughs> I wanted My to get like, like, yes, you're the swag ambassador. I want to get <laughs> dice with the logo for the 20 on the 20 sided dice. Oh, yeah. But I, my printers, 3D printers not working currently. Mm. Well, if you need a vector file, let me know for that logo. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, because I have, I think I might have just took the logo, like the image, and made a vector file for it. I might already have got the actual a, one. Okay, cool. Ooh. I'm about to change <laughs> that. But the one I made now with the real one, then on my 3D model. But is it jersey colored? You can make whatever color you want. Make it Holstein colored. Yeah, there you but go. I, get, I need to also get the paint colors and like whatever acrylic paint I have so I can get them painted the correct logo colors. Anyway, that's a project for the future. I had to <laughs> or you can go Guernsey. <laughs> Guernsey, Jersey. Uh, Guernsey, Jerseys. So I was listening to Span the Void um, the other day, and they were talking about the uh, the Great Bridge failure of 1996 mm. in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where the the iced up river of the Susquehanna broke loose and took a bridge out. Well, I was there when it happened. On the bridge? Took the bridge out. I wasn't on the bridge, but I was on a hill above the bridge, and I heard it go. Did you see the Mothman? I didn't. (laughs) But he saw you. Oh, is that the bridge collapse in that movie? No. (laughs) <laughs> that one was not a long time. Nice flow. The Mothman shows up before big disasters like that. Oh, okay. It's been a while. No, I didn't see the Mothman, but I did hear the bridge go. It was very interesting. Yeah, still's not quiet when it fails. <laughs> Neither I was, am I. Uh, <laughs> I was like a hundred yards from a bridge when a semi that was too tall oh, went whoa. under and caught it. That's exciting. Uh, it was the second time a semi had hit the bridge. <laughs> so the first time it ruptured the steel girder on the outside that it caught and mm-hmm. they had heated it up, put chain come alongs on it to the other girders and bent it back and then <laughs> drilled mm-hmm. holes and put a big 
it was like an inch and a half thick plate on the bottom flange bolted with like probably 30 bolts on each side of the brake. And then they were replacing the bridge. So that was their temporary fix. Oh, okay. So I was there inspecting the new bridge being constructed when a semi hit the plate. Oh, and well, yeah, they didn't change their sign for the height requirement. Well, both guys. Oh, I'm fine. No, they both, I think both trucks were in violation of their permits when they went under. Oops. They were supposed to go up and over. Um, but it sheared off like 31 inch bolts and bent that like probably 15 inch wide by inch and a half thick plate just in a 90 degree angle, just bent it. (laughs) It was cool. And then we, uh, had, we're like, we went over there and there are one inch bolts pieces in the freeway. (laughs) So we were like trying to get out into, you know, between traffic to try to get them out of the road before Mm -hmm. someone hit it. That would be a bad day. It's like shoving through someone's windshield. (laughs) Yeah. Culture. It was very loud. Very, very loud. I bet. Yeah. Mind your permits, folks. So was this bridge operational before it collapsed? Were they using Um, it actively? I don't think so. Because they didn't replace it. No, it's still broken. I think they're. I can't. So it's been, it's been more than twenty-five years, um, since I've been there. I'm thinking it was either a walking bridge or a railroad track bridge that was not in use anymore. I prefer stationary bridges to walking ones. Well, there's an island, so there's an island called City Island between Harrisburg and Camp Hill in the river that's got some, like, sports stuff, like a volleyball pit and uh, baseball fields and stuff, yeah. Uh, Let's see. And that bridge was to walk over to the fields or something? Well, there's other bridges that... Uh, you can walk to that. Okay, Walnut Street Bridge. Was this bridge. bridge's nickname Old Shaky? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I think so. Old Shaky broke off into the Susquehanna River 24 years ago today. It was, was uh, three years ago. Oh, it was originally called Young Shaky. <laughs> okay, so it was, it was a pedestrian 18, and bikeway. 89. Oh. It's old. So, yeah, it was for pedestrians. And one little iceberg takes it out. It wasn't a little iceberg. (laughs) One large iceberg. It was a large sheet of ice. And there was worries that it would take the next bridge out, too. (laughs) Wow. So, well, I will, I may check it out. I'm going to be over there visiting the Span the Void guys in August. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Noise. Yeah. Um, go to City Island, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Well, they was, have some weird names for stuff. That was... Uh,
cool place I like to hang out when I was there, so. this week who wants to kick it off does anyone know what reddit is yes yeah i sometimes end up there when i'm searching for things oh so like you do a google search and you find and there's a, a reddit there. it brings it brings up a like a what do you, a chat what do they call those um thread yeah it brings up a thread where they're discussing mm-hmm. i feel like something. it's for people younger than me Mostly. I use it just to You're kind of scroll the main page. I am younger than you. I'm catching up, though. Yeah, uh, you've got a kid graduated now, so... Yeah, yeah, I rolled. Basically, there's all these subreddits that are specific to things, so there's one that just has jokes. Well, there's probably a bunch of them, but some of them just show stuff about certain cars or whatever... It can have like very broad topics like Mm -hmm. politics or very niche like Holstein about. Yes. Yeah. There's probably a Holstein cow. There may be a Holstein utters Walnut Street Bridge disaster subreddit. There you go. Maybe not, but that could be a a thing. Like a real old school message board. Yeah. And then actually, you you would is you. Somebody could post something that everyone on the subreddit can see, and then you can comment on it. And then, yeah, that's how the community works. Then you can argue. Um, It's free to use. There is a premium version that you can pay for where you don't see ads. All the idiots? Oh. You still have to see the idiots. (laughs) It cuts off all the... That is sort of IQ just cuts off those posts. Yeah. So like most social media sites, they're main revenue is from ads um unfortunately so, oh go there's ahead. a walnut street bridge collapse post on the catastrophic failure subreddit oh, <laughs> oh there, you go. there you go nice yeah so it's a huge social media platform with hundreds of thousands of users and a lot of the users actually access the content through a third-party application. And it lets them customize what they see. A lot of them will cut the ads out. Some of those are you pay for. And, yeah. 
Um, the problem kind of comes from... Oh, I guess we haven't even said that there was a problem. There's a <laughs> problem going on right now. <laughs> There's a problem. Uh, so Reddit basically wants to make more money. What? Ad Doesn't... revenue is down. Like internet ads do not pay work? very much or work. <laughs> they don't work. Um, they initially pitched this. So the deal is you used to be able to for free get access to their API, which is their application programming interface. So you can go in and see the code and build your own program to interface with Reddit so that you can just pull out the stuff you want. And that was free before. Well, Reddit, when all these chatbots came out, they said, oh, well, we want to start charging for access to the API so that these large chatbots can't get go through and rake through all of our data for free because mm. we feel like we should be compensated for that. Well, then <laughs> so later... It wasn't they wasn't they were concerned about users' data getting raked. They just they wanted to be paid to get compensated this for. Is, this is the exact <laughs> thing that happened with Wizards of the Coast and their D and D stuff, mm-hmm. where they wanted to all of a sudden start charging for stuff that had been free or effortly available. Yeah. And there was a huge backlash, like we're going to talk about here. And you think <laughs> these companies would learn, but they don't. So yeah, the the head of one of the biggest third-party sites that uses the API in their own interface is called Apollo. And it's basically when they came out with that that pay to use the API thing, they base it on how many how much access you have. And the head of Apollo said, this is going to cost us $20 million a year. And yeah, we that's do what not Reddit that wanted much. to that's what yeah, it wasn't that's what Reddit said they were going to charge them, right? Yeah. Well, Reddit put out the pricing policies and I think Apollo did the math and was like that's 20 million dollars. We don't make that much a year. Yeah. This way isn't going to work. So they went to their community and said, "Hey, we need to raise a fuss about this." And other applications got on board because you know, it's blowing up their business models as well. So from Reddit's point of view, it's like, well, we're trying to get ad revenue and you guys are showing our content for free with no ads. So we don't, we're losing out on ad revenue because you are showing our product for free. Be like if you could go to a website and watch Hulu's programming, but it would skip the ads for you or something. So are they uh, are they a publicly traded like company? Reddit? I don't know. Because I think a lot of the problems is like, no, not yet. They that's the people, one of the things they talk oh, okay. about. Because the people that run the company have like a fiduciary responsibility to try to make money, which I think screws up a lot of like companies. Honestly, yeah. Well, like, look the History Channel, even like on TV. I bet that they're like, well, history stuff doesn't really make money, but all this weird alien stuff. <laughs> That makes, you know, get more views that way. So they have to yeah. switch what they are to match trying to make money, which. Yeah, that's part of the downside of being a big company is that 
you have people that want to maximize profit over whatever your initial mission Service. was. Yeah. Like the guy that came out of Reddit probably was like, hey, this is a cool way to have an online community. And then several, you know, CEOs down the line or whatever, they're like, we're losing out on money we could be making for our owners. And Well, the article was talking about that it's been rumored that Reddit is going to go public. And so they yes. need to increase value mm-hmm. so you have a better IPO. And so yeah. maybe beyond just like we need to make we're not, you know, we're not making money off this. We need to make money. It's right. like, no, we need to make as much as money as possible right now so that we can make we need to show better... value so that people will pay more for the company. Yeah. Well, and Reddit doesn't feel like this blackout that users are doing <laughs> is going to affect it or last very long. Yeah. So let's talk make about any the, difference. the blackout. <laughs> um, well, so the a bunch of the big catastrophic failure subreddit is open because that's what I've been looking at for the last five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so a lot of the big uh, subreddits wanted to do a two day blackout to protest this. And that started Monday this week. And then, so there was thousands of subreddits on board to do this blackout. Well, then a memo or something from Reddit's boss got leaked in, in that he just said, Oh, this will blow over it. There's Mm -hmm. always things like this. They'll get over it. It'll be fine. And so a lot of these blackouts have just been changed to being indefinite. Yeah. So this this so it's weird the parallels you see throughout different things, like the Wizard of the Coast thing. There was released memos that were internal to the company. Uh-huh. So um it's funny that uh and they're not good, but it's like people in the companies are doing it because they want to go back to what our original plan was. I mean, this is yeah. a great community we have. We want to protect it. So their own internal employees are undercutting the management in a lot of cases. <laughs> well, a new management trend, at least places. The next I've thing they're going to do is order hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Camouflaged ones, maybe. No, but they Holstein ones. They want <laughs> employees to be on board with their vision and mission statements. And so they come up with these, you know, idealistic vision and mission statements. And then they just go, they're like, well, we can make more money though. If we just, you know, screw people. So let's, let's just do that. And the people that bought into the mission are stabbed in the back, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. People in management, really underestimate the value of morale. That's true. Uh, Maybe they don't so, talk about it in all those management books that they read. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> the lean principles and, and all the jargon. Stuff. And, it's like mm, that that's something that always synergy. came up when we had our lean training was the wastes, the five or six P's or whatever, and people is one of them. So it's always like uh, people are waste. So, your conception of your workers is that we're just a waste. Oh yeah. I remember we had a meeting <laughs> where they told us that engineering is non-value added. Yes. That's true. Uh, what? Okay. Well, we're not physically 
touching the parts, but we're Good necessary. luck doing it without us. Right. Why, <laughs> yeah, you're necessary. But why would you even say that? Like, what point are you trying to get across? That yeah, we should what... feel bad for charging these jobs? Before I left my last job, that was one of the things I got very kind of angry. And there was a couple projects where I spent all day working on something with a colleague of mine and then got called to the meeting at the end of the day that was our bosses. And they basically just undercut us, like cut us Mm -hmm. off at the knees. And we're like, okay, whatever. (laughs) And yeah, I'm liking where I'm at right now. Oh, good. That's good. Thank you, Matt. I stress morale in my group Yeah, and anybody that I can talk to, if, if they're like, what can we do to make this work better morale? It's like, if, and the problem is a lot of managers will sacrifice morale just to make them look good to their superiors. Right. I don't care about my superiors. (laughs) I care more about the people under me than anyone. Well, that makes you a good manager then. (laughs) Well, you and can't the thing give me is, or money, then you're you're hosed. The thing is, it's like better morale leads to better results, and that makes you look good. Right. Getting something done faster, but it's a crappy product, is eventually going to fail. And if you just constantly lose people, a steady stream of people leaving your department, it's really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. If even if you are only focused on money, having turnover because of yes. bad morale training, is training somebody new. Yeah. To get to a productive level, it takes a lot of time and a lot yeah. of effort, and time means money, you know. Yeah, especially when you're losing higher level people that have a lot of knowledge that you've put into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this, uh, you guys made me think of when we we're talking about this Reddit thing about trying to make the company worth more when they s- go public. Um, we have a friend that has a shop in the downtown area of our town here. And she rents a space there. Well, the owner of the building wanted to sell it. Well, the way you get the most profit from selling it is by showing that you have a potential revenue. So they just go and like double everybody's rent. And then on paper, they can show, oh, yeah, this this is this profitable. So you should pay me more for this building. It's like, yeah, but then your people that are renting (laughs) go out of business and the building's empty and they have to lower rents to get back in there. The game store went, he went out of business. He's like, I'm tired of fighting. Keep on raising my rent. I can't, it's not worth the stress. She's our friend has moved her shop twice since they moved here like 10 years ago. It's like people aren't looking at the big picture. Well, but for the person that was selling it, it probably worked. I mean, they probably oh, yeah. got more for it, and they don't care about the other human beings that are going to lose their livelihood. Yeah, even our barber that was there, um, she was having her rent doubled. Mm. She wasn't sure how she was going to take care of that. She just shames you into thinking you need to get your hair cut more often. <laughs> well, I gave her. I always gave her like really big tips because she didn't charge yeah. enough. <laughs> like gave her lots, but yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because Wizards of the Coast lost. They finally gave in to the their fans after oh. damage was done, and so they took their 
what they were trying to make money off of and made it actually put it out so it's like freeware almost. So at this point, they can't backtrack and try to charge for it because they it's out there now. It's out there. They they wrote it such a way that it's like, okay, you you're right, you guys won. Uh, this is like when uh, Toyota was going to charge a monthly fee for s- using some of the features that came with your car. Oh, BMW is going to do that, too. And the backlash yeah. was so great that they were like, yeah, we're not doing that. But some of the well, luxury brands didn't get the message. What happens, I feel like, with those situations is they go really far with what they propose get a bunch of backlash and then when they cut it back to something <laughs> We're still else losing out overall. you still lose but yeah people it are, makes them look like they're doing something yeah. that they're giving yeah giving up something. but in the meantime like you read on forums people going well i'm never gonna buy a toyota again it's like these are people that are loyal customers and you're yeah i cars <laughs> that's a tough one because the op there's so many options yeah where, you know, if you do that with Reddit, there's really not very many. Or, or I'm like going to boycott Facebook. Amazon. Yeah. There's not a replacement so for hard. it. I'm yeah. only going to shop on Amazon from now on. From now on. Yep. <laughs> All <laughs> of Ramazon. my products I buy will be wool from now on. Oh, no, I'm allergic to wool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not. but Yeah, okay. I'm no sad are. that the. You can go to Alpacazon. Ra- <laughs> I'm sad that the RAM sub-edit is blacked out. No, just kidding. Do you have any synthesone for synthetic fibers? <laughs> that was Gore-Texagon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, I'm still watching stuff on catastrophic failures. Oh boy. <laughs> and a, this like lorry truck goes around a corner and it tips over but it ripped the body breaks off from the frame Oh, and no. so the driver is still in the cab laying, you know, on the ground and the frame with the tires <laughs> and engine annoyed. just keeps going down the hill. Check your chassis. Crazy. I like yeah. Rube Goldberg fails. That's a good one. <laughs> but there's lots of like dominoes fails. You know, like people setting up dominoes, like trying to make a really big thing and then someone bumps oh. one. I mean, that's a these aren't failures of Rube Goldberg devices. They're just failures that take multiple steps to have. Oh, I see. Or result in multiple things. I think a failure of Rube Goldberg would be funny too. Like remember when we built a staging out of sawhorses and a board and we were trying to like change a light fixture and which time (laughs) the whole thing (laughs) fell, that would probably go good on that. Or like Sub-rated. if you put your ladder in the pickup truck of your bed or your, in the bed of your pickup truck and have it slide off from under you and catch your belt <laughs> on the the gutter. Oh, that only happens to our dad. <laughs> so uh, my my Reddit thing says recent catastrophic failure and cows. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we combine those. Yeah, catastrophic, catastrophic cow failures. It's a catastrophe. <laughs> oh man so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out like will it just blow over like reddit thinks or will they have to i think if they just made it cheaper so that it was more realistic 
realistic or what they do is they get the like a special deal for the biggest users that you know instead of 20 million whatever it was or 200 million it would be something that would work with their and then screw the yeah. to that yeah uh, it's interesting i don't know what to do i haven't been on there this week but I mean, that's something I do. It's one of my board things. If I'm sitting around bored, I'll just hop on Reddit and I have my feed with all the subreddits that I'm subscribed to. And then I'll flip over to the just the front page and see what the most popular things are. And hmm. that's where it kind of where I get some news and we can come up with our own. We can have blue dit or orange dit. <laughs> nerd it. <laughs> there probably is a nerd it. <laughs> But yeah, everybody needs to maximize profits. I t- tried searching for Nerdit and I said, "Are you looking for Reddit?" Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe it's available. Maybe there's a subreddit called Nerdit. We'd probably get sued because we're obviously ripping off Reddit. Obviously. Sounds like somebody's got consumption. I've got a bit. So I finished the last book in the Demon Cycle series by Peter V. Brett called The Core. Mm. Ooh. A, a very good series. How many books is there? Five. Oh, just like his middle name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've only read the first one. Isn't it how many books are there? Five. Okay. Did I say how many books is there? Yeah. It sounded weird to me. Mm. How many? How many books is books there? How many are there? How many, how many books? books are there? I don't know. You guys understand yeah. what I meant, right? Kinda. Successful English. <laughs> so he he wrote the first book, and then his friend Mike Cole convinced him. To... His last name. Oh, I like Mike Cole. <laughs> Mike Cole's awesome. Yeah, that, it's that Mike Cole convinced him that he should, you know, go to a publisher, and it it got rejected, but the the publisher thought it had a lot of um, potential, and so he coached he got him to writer to do it, to rewrite it. No, got Peter B. V. Brett to rewrite it and gave him like helpful notes. tips and notes and stuff. And so then he rewrote it, and that's where the um, warded man came from, the first oh, book. Okay. And he wrote most of that on his commute in New York. He had a long commute, and he would sit and oh. write it. And uh, I think part of the second book was done that way, too. Um, but he was able to get out of a nine-to-five job pretty quickly and just focus on writing. 
So I guess um, he's started a uh, sequel series to the um, Demon Cycle. He's got one book already in that published with a couple more on the way. And it's uh, it basically covers the next generation. So it takes place like 15 years later. Um, there's a lot of babies that are born in the last <laughs> couple books around the same time. And so you can see how that group um, will probably make a pretty interesting cast for the next series. But it's a really good series. Uh, There's a robot. One of the guys is blind. No, nothing like that. Oh, it's not that next generation. (laughs) No, it isn't. (laughs) The basic concept is at night, demons come up, like form out of the ground and kill people. Mm-hmm. And but they have wards that you can draw that if you connect them in a certain way, it can keep the demons from getting past. And um, a guy discovers some offensive wards that they can use on weapons Mm -hmm. and things that can kill the demons. And so they start fighting back against the demons, which causes the demons to up their game and. Finally, it comes to a big showdown. So, oh, that's cool. But it's really good. Um, I've watched some videos uh, with Peter V. Britt, and he just seems like an awesome guy. So, yeah, most of the authors I see interviews with, I'm like, man, I could really hang out with these people. It'd be usually yep. pretty nice. So, that's my consumption. Cool. I'm about 10 minutes away from finishing The Last of Us. <laughs> tv show <laughs> nice uh it's really good we have to spoil the end for you i'm oh, just kidding well i it's follows the game and i played the game <laughs> oh so there you go it's been a long time since i played the game but i knew the overall plot i didn't remember every specific detail but it's really well, good apparently pedro pascal is starting to get typecast into like father figure with yes Young child. child. I've seen the memes. Yeah. <laughs> there are lots of memes about it. Uh, here we does he have a kid of his own? I wonder, or does he does he do it vicariously through his characters? I don't know, but we call the show in my household Mushroom Men because <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was called. <laughs> One day, I'm like you guys want to watch the uh, Mushroom Men show, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You know the one with the zombies," and they're like, with "Oh, the fun guy." That fun guy, yeah. So it takes place in a world where this type of mushroom was able to take over, you know, infect people and turn them into zombies. And it gets spread through biting and spores. There's different levels of zombies. And yeah, Uh, this dude is trying to get this girl that's immune to some people that think they can make a cure by studying her so there's a lot of there's actually not that much zombie stuff no they pop up occasionally it's mostly like surviving in the wild and dealing with other people so it's pretty good very well done awesome uh, so i watched hot fuzz mm-hmm. i guess seen that it's yeah, one of my I, favorites. Nope. I think the last time we'd watched it, we'd rented it from Blockbuster, my wife and I. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. So I didn't remember any of it other than I remembered it was funny. 
And uh-huh. sure enough, we ended up laughing. And, and at one point, my wife's like, what's this called again? So I told her she was texting somebody. <laughs> I think she's telling them what to watch it. Um, it's all, almost good. every answer you get from me is either a yerp or a nerp. Yerp. I said that to my wife <laughs> in the car. It's like, yerp. Uh, <laughs> so good. I couldn't believe how funny it was after I hadn't seen it in so long. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. So check out Hot Fuzz. It's about a big city police officer that is too good, and his brass decide to ship him off to a small town because he's making them look bad. Mm. <laughs> then he meets up with like small town hick. Yeah, it's Simon Pegg is the cop. Police, yeah, it's it's very good. Like there's a part where he's just running and jumping over fences, and the last fence he just does a forward flip <laughs> over <laughs> fence. He's very good. Um, so that's five stars for me. Um, and then after I played golf on Saturday, uh, while we were sitting at the barbecue place, I got invited to go see a movie with our sister and then sister. have dinner with her. So I went and saw for the fourth time D&D Honor Among Thieves. Third time in the theater, fourth time overall. It still uh, holds up. D&D hat? Yes. Oh, it is hat. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I should get a D&D hat yeah um, you should get in Holstein five stars for me this is a theater I think I remember we came to visit our cousin when we were teenagers and we drove to this town's theater to see Mortal Kombat Mortal um, Kombat the theater has not been upgraded since then and the seats <laughs> were purple and my feet were sticking to the floor <laughs> but it was like two dollars a person and I didn't pay so I went and well, some of those in. paid for me. Oh, <laughs> somebody that we they don't even care. <laughs> so he he paid for me, and nice. then we went out to eat pizza at a place that um, serves pizza. They're all trying to decide what pizza to get, and I was like, I'm just going to go get my own personal pizza, and I'll take the leftovers home. So I think they wanted to pay for that too. I was like, no, I'll just get my own pizza. It's fine. I can afford pizza for now. Pizza, pizza. But I give that five stars. That's um, really good. I like watching it. It's so funny. Um, and then we continued showing my youngest son movies he hadn't seen before. So we watched John Wick 2. Mm-hmm. So we watched John Wick 1 a couple weeks ago. And we decided to watch 2. Um, I'll give that five stars. It was funny. The, the, we were just laughing through a lot of it. It's it's very enjoyable. Like the very first part where he just wants his car back. Yeah. And the poor mobster boss is like, yeah. I was like, if they just let him go, then so many people would be alive. <laughs> Why do you guys just let him take the car and go? It's way cheaper than your life. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Sweet. I... 35 stars. 15 stars. <laughs> 15 stars. <laughs> that's a lot of uh, stars. So Ted Lasso season three came out uh, fairly recently. And so we rewatched season two and then I have about 10 minutes of the season finale of season three to watch (laughs) (laughs) that I didn't quite, it was the last two episodes were longer. So I was like, Oh, I have two episodes left. I can fit it in before we pod. And I didn't, um, that show is awesome. It is. You laugh, you cry. It's 
got it all. The I feel like the characters are somewhat a little bit over the top in their particular personality, but the way it all comes together is really honest. Like they have people have issues that are real and seem real and the way they get handled by the characters is real too. It's not people don't just do things to make the story do what they want. It's like they're real types of reactions. So highly recommend Ted Lasso. Um, I watched a movie called Luther, the fallen son, which is a, Follow up on the Luther TV show. Okay, I was going to ask you, Idris Elba. Yeah, I watched that show. That was yeah, cool. um, I really like that show. And this movie takes place some amount of time after it, but uh, basically, Luther gets set up to get arrested and put in prison, and by this serial killer and he ends up having to break out of prison to hunt the serial killer down. That sounds good. What's it on? So, uh, I think it was on Amazon prime. Maybe. Oh, like Netflix has it too. They're on Netflix. It was or, probably Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was pretty good. It it's was Andy, Andy circus is in it. Yes. Yep. Um, it was very dark. <laughs> like the TV show. Um, yeah. So don't expect any upliftingness <laughs> coming out of that one. Uh, so if you want that, you should watch a man called Otto, which is the other movie I watched. And I know I've got on the record here saying I don't like Tom Hanks. Oh, but okay. I, the guy from bosom buddies. Yeah. I went out on a limb. I think it was cause of a bacon sale review. Maybe. Oh. Somebody mentioned this movie, um, but it has Tom Hanks in it, and I was intrigued and needed something to watch, so I gave it a shot, and it was very good. It's basically about this old curmudgeon who is going to commit suicide because he's his wife died and he's over living and it gets interrupted every time he (laughs) tries in different ways. uh, The people around him keep intervening, mostly this new young family that moves in across the street from him, keep interfering basically and ends up. uh, Yeah. And it's, it was really good. It was a tearjerker, though. For people that cry, <laughs> I suppose. I didn't cry, but it was it was good. That's well, it. Well, all right.
Does anybody have any nerd cred? Uh, I've got a little bit. So I'm up to 40 lines in my epic poem. Nice. Just thousands more to go. Yep. Tens of thousands. <laughs> um, so it's made of 10 syllables per line, which doesn't mean 10 words per line. So I was trying to figure out a way to count the number of lines I've gotten written without having to go through and count them every time. Cause it's easy now, but when I get into the thousands, it's going to be more difficult. Yeah. Right. So, so what I did and in uh Google docs, you can get a word count. So what I did is I took what I'd written so far, got the word count and then took the lines and got the average word per line. So now if I go in, I can go, you know, see what the word count is divided by 7.25, and it gives me the number of lines. Nice. Is 40 lines a large enough sample to have that? What's your uh, confidence? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you should, after 80 lines, recheck it and see if it's changed. Well, I figured it out at 32 lines, Ooh. and then I plugged it in. To see if you know how close it was, and it was like thirty nine point something, so it was close enough. Cool. But um, I wrote <laughs> one of the stanzas. Um, I don't know if it will be obvious to people, but there's Easter eggs in it. Um, they're talking about choosing between which of these two moons that they should go to. Mm-hmm. And I named the moons Pascal and Descartes, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because I needed something to rhyme with chart. <laughs> 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 so I came up with Descartes. Um, and, you know, Rene Descartes is famous for the, I think, therefore I am phrase. Mm-hmm. And so I, I snuck that into the stanza. Nice. Nice. And one of the things Pascal did was he did a lot of mathematics that had to do with probability. And so I put that in there too. (laughs) So I wrote, we could perhaps get to Pascal. However, the probability is low. I think therefore I am inclined to pick Descartes (laughs) for its, for its coordinates lie within our brink. So Descartes also came up with like the Cartesian coordinates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I anyway, saw, I've been having fun with this. <laughs> nice. I saw a thing today that said, I do not think, therefore I do not am. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, that sounds funny. like chat, something chat GPT <laughs> would come up with. <laughs> yeah. yeah <it> does. <laughs> the destination is the journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh boy. Funny. Anyway, there's got to be a case where that's true, right? <laughs> so I've been working my butt off trying to get ready for this work meeting I'm running tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, means maybe a late night tonight. Um, I'm going way overboard compared to what I've seen other people running those meetings. Yes. <laughs> well, it is you doing it permanently. I've actually stepped back from what I was originally planning to do. My <laughs> wife's like, "You're running a work meeting. Maybe you should keep the non-work part." smaller so i'm gonna just do like a five minute intro to um this is a spoiler for master Z, but five minute spoiler or intro to how D works and 
I've got character sheets for everybody and D20s that I bought for everyone to take home one. Um, should be interesting. Hopefully it ends up enough interest maybe we can get like some people in the office to want to play or something. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that prep. In fact, I've, I'm going through the character sheets. I have to go through and modify them for the things that need to be added for the class. I've got the backgrounds and the races all done. Um, and I need to maybe not do as many as I've been working on because I, I wasn't sure how many people are in the office total, so I probably overestimated. But I can help you with that. <laughs> no, I can't wait to, for it to be just over because now I'm like getting in my head about it and worried that it's not going to work out well and it's going to be stupid. But then other things that we've had for those, it can't be worse than <laughs> those, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> And uh, I've also built up bars like, low. <laughs> everyone's going to see how weird I am and strange. This might not be weird and strange enough. Like I probably over. Yeah. He announced it at the staff meeting Monday that he was going <laughs> to let his freak flag fly. At the staff so we're, I, I don't, I had probably a good idea to actually overestimate. Like, Oh, that probably means it? something different in Idaho than it would in like San Francisco. I'm just saying. Right. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just glad I'm not exposing my Minecraft soft underbelly because that might, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> glad you work there now so I can be like, let's see how normal I am. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> compared, to, compared to me, everyone's normal. Um, so yeah, that should be fun tomorrow. Um, I can't wait for it to be over. And then we have a barbecue afterward, like a, our company picnic. Mm. Which Go dressed ready for a, a LARP battle. Yeah, yeah we should. We talked about how. <laughs> Yeah, doing a LARPing, that'd be hilarious. Well, they're getting Hawaiian food for the picnic, so they're like, well, it should be a Hawaiian theme, so wear Hawaiian shirt and stuff. And so I, I wear like, a Hawaiian shirt tomorrow? Yeah. All right, I'm wearing my Hawaiian shirt tomorrow. I have a bright Under, Underneath orange. your chain mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be able to see it underneath my full body armor I'm breaking. <laughs> I wish I had that. I don't. I have several. I have like half an hour break total in the day. <laughs> And meetings all day. And so I'm like, well, I can wear a Hawaiian shirt in all my meetings. Nice. I, I, well, I could just be really strange and just wear my Star Trek shirt I have that I made for no reason. And don't mention it at all. Be like, Why is he wearing a Star Trek shirt? Because this character was Hawaiian. <laughs> uh, You're on an away team. Bring a tricorder. Right. Oh. Well, I've discovered, I've been thinking a lot about writing books, and I've thought about writing a book again, but I think I get the same joy out of, like, writing campaigns and prepping that stuff, so maybe I'll just switch to that. So I'll take the books I've written already and cram them into a, somehow into a D&D &D setting. Um, in our game we played, I think, Saturday, whatever day, no, Friday, Friday we played D&D, &D, and uh, I killed Kenny. Or no. Oh no! <laughs> he dies a lot in the game. Maybe it's because of his name. Uh, but they just finished clearing out this entire complex of dark dwarves, and they had a uh, what's it called? An ogre in a cage, so it's contained. And there's a certain point that if the dwarves had gotten to it, they could have released it, and then they would have had to fight it too. Well, they wanted the experience points. They're really close to leveling up, so they decided they were going to get just kill it while it's in its cage. But Kenny strayed too close to the cage. Uh oh no! And so I rolled a grapple check, which he failed 
miserably. So the ogre reaches through the cage, grabs him, pulls him against the cage hard enough that it kills him or knocks him unconscious. (laughs) None of the other characters try to save him. Oh, man. (laughs) So the ogre pulled him. He was like a small cat creature. Not even Cartman? Not anymore. (laughs) So he got pulled through the cage and consumed by the ogre. Yummy. And then they killed the ogre, and then they asked, can we get his stuff out of the ogre? And I was like, I guess. <laughs> they got the ogre open to get to his stuff. They oh. him posthumous. <laughs> I guess usually it's posthumously, but... So, like, what they're asking, can, well, we have this. I was like, can you just oh. give your character sheet the board to them so they can write down what you had on theirs? Can I have your watch when you were dead? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You'll have to cut it out of an ogre's oh. belly. He's still at that age where he likes to play characters that are grating to the other players. Mm. Mm. But um, he often wanders off alone into dangerous situations and ends up in trouble or dead. This time I said no when he asked if he could be a ghost. I was like, no. (laughs) You have to make a new character. It has to be human and normal. No, I'm just kidding. Not annoying. Your character is on Valium. (laughs) (laughs) No, my youngest son kind of was that way when he played for a while, where he just wanted to make characters that were like antagonistic to everybody. But has he ever? He's grown out of it. Has he ever had people get really actually mad at him during the campaign because of how his character acts? No, because usually ends up dead. Because I've done that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've had people. It, it didn't really help that you were playing with my wife in the game. Yes. Well, my character she, was very jealous or selfish, and so he played that way, and they were not happy. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> playing the characters. How many is? Called role playing. I'm not like that in real life. It's it's role playing. Yeah. Yeah, I can't get my wife to play anymore since we moved. So. Ah. Uh, oh well. I found other people that want to play. It's fun to have players that are actively involved and like, yeah. engaged in the story. and it's That's fun. So uh, last week's episode, we titled Pulled Does Lines. <laughs> yeah. Which got a comment on Facebook from Tara. Oh, okay. <laughs> she said lines <laughs> like the white kind on tabletops. <laughs> so I replied more like poetry because it was based on your yeah epic poem you, you're writing. You could write in like dark mode where the lines are actually in white and yeah. the uh, background could do black. that. Then they would be white, and if you're on your laptop, and, and it's on your on tabletop, table, unless you're not on your laptop. Oh, uh, that's desktop. funny. More like black lines on a desktop. Yeah. Black tar <laughs> heroin? What? <laughs> You're doing it wrong. You're supposed to eat uh, that up with a spoon or something. I don't know. Maybe after reading it, you might think I was on drugs. I don't know. <laughs> That's what substance he was using. Uh, what rhymes with Coke? Um, uh, smoke? There's got to be oh, some uh. French explorer that rhymes with Coke. <laughs> Baroque? I don't That's know. Some bloke. Music. <laughs> Uh, some baroque bloke. Funny. Well, if you want to tell us what kind of lines you're doing, send an email to <laughs> engineerdyshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook like Tara did or Twitter just by searching for Engineerdy Show. 
Do not look us up on Reddit. <laughs> We're not on there. <laughs> That's true. As far as I know, I don't know. Anybody can create Is a Is there subreddit. an Ingenuity Show subreddit? Probably not. not. Yet. <laughs> well if you're a big fan of the show make one. Oh, just kidding yeah yeah and check out our website theingenerdyshow.com thank you for listening this week stay nerdy live long and nerdy you have been and always shall be my friends bye you know me so you can't just say bizarre Never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can Maybe you're a fish. Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.